Father, we pray that you would bring a peace and a joy and a praise even in the middle of the very unknown and the, and the confusion and the chaos and the turmoil. Father, Father we pray that you would um, just come among us. Even though we can't be together today, you can come among us as a community. And uh, I just pray that every person that um, hears my voice this morning, hears this prayer, would just um, take time to focus on you, to believe in you, to choose to have faith in you, no matter how developed that faith uh, and trust might be, that they would just make a decision this morning to believe that you've got everything under control. Father, I wish I had all the right words. I wish I had all the right equations to make everything okay, to make everything go away. Uh, But Father, it is just good to know that you are always with us. You are always watching over us. You are always there for us. You never leave us. You never forsake us. You're always right there by our side. You're always right there in the center of our lives. You're always right there. And we just thank you and praise you that you love us. You love us more than we love ourselves. You love us more than any individual person in this crazy world could ever love us. And so, Father, I just pray, Lord, this morning that we would understand that the Creator God, the Almighty God, the one who gave us the greatest gift in all the world, has everything under control. You knew this was coming. You know uh, why it's here. You know exactly how it's going to end. And you've got a perfect plan. Father, help us to find peace and joy. Help us to find our way to the center of that perfect plan. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Like I said, I, I, I wish I had all wonderful, peace-filled uh, answers. I, I wish I, I wish I knew exactly what was going on and why. I, I wish God had written me a letter and, and said, "This is what I'm doing, and this is why I'm doing it." We could all all guess, and we could all come up with all kinds of theories, but nothing really, really um, helps us to be able to understand and and find solid ground in all of this. But there is solid ground solid footing mentally and emotionally and, and spiritually in all of this. And that's found in the love and the grace and the power of Jesus Christ. I want you to understand that, that from the very beginning, all the way back in the very first verse of the Bible, it says that in the beginning, God created Everything, heavens, earth, everything there is. There is not, John 1 says, there is nothing that has been created that he hasn't created. Um, He created everything that is. He knows how it works. He knows why this uh, coronavirus is having such an impact on us, even though we don't seem to be able to, to figure that out. He knows exactly what's going on. 
And he knows exactly why he's allowing this to happen. And he knows exactly how in the middle of all the chaos and confusion, he knows exactly how to bring peace and joy. And he knows exactly how to help us through these very, very, very difficult times. The cool part about God is he created everything and he knows exactly how everything works or is supposed to work. And he also knows how if it gets broke, he knows how to fix it. And so, Father, so I, I just want you all to understand that, that he is the solid rock we're all looking for at this time. He is, the, he is the one that we can step into and stand on to see us through this very, very, very difficult time. I, 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 the other day when I sent out a, um, a video, I said that uh, there are 365 times in God's word, it says, do not fear, do not worry, do not be afraid. And, and I know that's a, a very difficult thing because I, I, we don't want to feel like we're sinful because we're fearful. And, and we're not sinful because we're fearful. This is, this is a, a, a dynamic, this is a thing that, a medical thing, a phenomena, a pandemic that nobody really understands. So there's going to be natural human fear. We fear for our children. We fear for our parents and our grandparents. We, we fear and we, we look for ways to protect ourselves. That is all natural and understandable. Please understand. God uh, nor I are looking at that and saying, hey, uh, that's sinful. It's not sinful. That's natural. That's understandable. But what I do want you to hear in the midst of all this is you don't have to sit in the middle of fear and allow fear to obsess you, to take over your life. I think one of the things I'm, as I'm watching everything, and I'm not watching the news at all right now because it's all negative and everybody's speculating all this stuff that this is going to last forever and it's going to be a hundred years and, you know, it's going to kill a hundred million. Just please, I beg of you, I beg of you, stop listening to that stuff because nobody really knows. And I kind of think that's God's will because God kind of wants us to understand we are not God he is. But what I want you to hear is in the middle of the fear, in the middle of the turmoil, in the middle of the chaos, we have all reacted to this. I've overreacted in some ways to this. And it's all humanly understandable. And it's okay. Take a chill pill. It's okay. But God doesn't want us to fear. God really doesn't want us to, to sit around obsessing over fear and how this thing might get us and whatnot. He absolutely wants us to come to him. In, 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 in uh, Philippians um, 4, 6, it says to bring everything to him by prayer and supplication, and he will give us a peace beyond all human comprehension. How does he do that? I don't know. How does that happen? I don't know. I just know that I was one time holding my daughter and she was dying. And I had a peace and even a joy beyond all human comprehension. So I do know from the experience I've had that that peace and that joy is real no matter what's happening around us. It's so very important just not to, to kind of hunker down in fear. It's important to come to God and say, God, I don't know how to handle this. 
In 1 John 4, it says that the perfect love of God casts out fear. I don't, some people say, well, well, how does he do that? I don't know. I just know that when God says he will do it or can do it, he will do it and he can do it. So it's very important for us to understand that his word is is our solid rock. What he promises has never, ever, ever failed. And this is a good time to begin to test that. This is a good time to begin to say, you know, I've always struggled with fear or I've always struggled with faith and I've, I've never been able to perfectly establish myself in faith. Well, this is a real good time to say, you know what, today I'm going to establish myself in, in faith, believing what God's word promises. So, so, so very, very, very important. Another uh, verse I was thinking about is in Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. It says that, that, that God is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. Um, he is Almighty God. He always was, he, all, he is now, and He always will be Almighty God, in whom there is nothing impossible, nothing. And that is so important for us to hear. The coronavirus is not Almighty. The U.S. government dealing with this is not Almighty. All the things we can put in place is not almighty, but he is almighty. And he loves you with every ounce of his being, with a love that we never really understand. We, we just can't because we live in kind of a sinful, selfish world. But it's so very important for, for us to understand how much he loves us. That almighty God loves you. And he always will. I want to end with something I think is very important. Because in today's time, there's a lot of people who attend church and call themselves Christians. And that's great. And, that, and that's wonderful. But I want to ask you this morning, we're talking about creator God who created everything that is and, and he created it out of nothing. And, and he made it perfectly. And how if it gets broke, he understands it all. And if it gets broke, he knows how to fix it. And that's wonderful. We're talking about almighty God who was, who is, and will ever be. And he'll just be with us forever. We're talking about that, that he is almighty God. And in him, there is nothing too difficult or, 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 or nothing is impossible. And that's wonderful. But I'm going to end today with this. Do you really know him? Do you really have a personal, decided relationship with him? Do you know that he knows you and loves you? Do you walk today with him, knowing that he has your back and he's around you and he will never leave you and he will never forsake you and he's got a plan even in the midst of all this chaos and this craziness? He really does. Do you know that? The verse I want to bring up is one that most uh, know about. It's John 3.16. And it says, For God so loved the world, loved us, all of creation, that he sent us his only begotten son. In other words, uh, his son had no beginning and there's no explanation for how he got here. He was born of a virgin. And it's, it's, it's very, very important for us to understand that. He sent us his only begotten son that if we will choose to believe in him, 
Now, if you choose to believe in him, you need to understand that is by his grace. That is not because you make a decision one day. It's by God's grace that you can believe in him. If you believe in him, you can have eternal life. Let's just break that first down for a minute, okay? I want you to understand that God loves you, always has, does now, and always will, no matter what. You need to understand that. You may have disconnected with him, but he doesn't disconnect with you. And it's very important to understand it doesn't matter who you've been or who you are or what you've done or what you're struggling with in your life right now. God still loves you. He didn't send his son to a perfect world. He sent his son for people like you and me who have our struggles, have done really, really dumb, sinful things. That's, that's how much love he has. And that doesn't stop. And I want you to understand, for God so loved us that he gave us the greatest gift in all eternity. He gave, it, gave us the greatest gift in all of human history. He gave us the greatest gift anyone could have ever given us, and that is his son. Now, let me explain quickly his son. His son was born in a barn. His son lived a life where people really never understood who he was. They didn't understand his teachings. They didn't understand why he was. They, they, they really just didn't get it. And, and sometimes we feel that way. And, and he was tempted, just like us. In, in every way, we're tempted. Yet he didn't sin. And, and now he can come to our aid when we're tempted. Sometimes we're tempted to, in the middle of something like this to, to, to focus on fear or focus on, on, on uh, terror. But we don't need to because he can now, because he was tempted, he can now come to our aid and help us. Jesus, when he was going to the cross, I can't even imagine the fear that his humanity felt. And now in the midst of all of this, God can come to us and help us with our temptation to focus on what's going on and to focus on fear and allow fear to kind of obsess our lives. So God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever, whatever person, wherever you are, if you by his grace today, and don't worry about understanding every facet of what I'm saying. If you buy his help today, his gift today, will make a choice to believe. Some people are like, well, I, I, I have doubts. Let me help you with something. Every human being has doubts. Every human being has fears. Every human being has struggles. And every human being has this voice that's coming at their head, trying to distract them from how much Jesus loves them. I want you to hear this. If by God's grace today, you will just choose to believe in him. And it doesn't matter whether that belief is perfect. It doesn't matter whether you understand everything about salvation and the Bible and, and church and all. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you have made a decision by his help, to believe in who he is and that he loves you and that he sent his only son to do for you what you could never do for yourself. He went through life. He overcame temptation. 
And in the end, he, he came to the point where he had made a decision even before the world was created. He knew we were gonna mess things up. So he had decided, I am going to die for them. I am going to do for humanity what humanity could never do for itself. I am going to die a perfect death so that they might be saved for eternity. And this is for us today. If you want something solid, if you want somewhere solid to land, if you want solid footing, if you want to be solid mentally and emotionally, you need to land on the fact that I believe in God and God is creator and God is almighty and God has everything under control and I believe in him. I place my trust and my faith in him. And the last thing this verse says that those who believe in him will have eternal life. I want you to hear that word life. Sometimes we focus on the eternal and we're going to heaven. And that's a wonderful thing. I'm looking forward to that. I really, really am. But the bottom line is this. He doesn't just want us to give us a heaven, get, give us heaven. He absolutely wants to give us eternal life now. Life that is victorious. Life that is powerful. Life that is vigorous. Life that in the midst of all the craziness and chaos is living and active and has a vision, and is going to live life in the midst of everything and show everyone around them how they can live too. So it's very important to understand that. But the final thing I want to say is we as Christians, we have nothing to worry about, nothing at all. If the supposed worst in this world were to ever happen to us, you need to understand as a Christian, you have nothing to worry about. Because Christians, John chapter 11 talks about the fact that Christians never actually die. Even when we die, we live and we go to heaven and we experience the greatest experience and life and joy and peace and love and healing greater than we will ever, ever, ever experience it in this world. And we're there for eternity. So here's my call this morning. Focus on that, eternal life, now and eternally. It's my prayer that in the midst of all this, that you will just allow almighty creator God to just love you, give you the joy and the peace and the assurance and the grace that is necessary to get through this very, very, very difficult time. It's, it's my prayer that you'll place your trust and faith and hope and belief on him this morning. Because he really, whether it be in the middle of a coronavirus or any time, he's really the only one we have that we can actually live on and have a solid ground on. So it's very important for us to do that this morning. If you have struggles that you can't deal with, you just give me a call and I will pray over you. I will, I will counsel you. I will bring you scripture. I will do the best I possibly can to lead you to the center of what I'm talking about this morning. If this afternoon at five o'clock, you'd like to join in a prayer time with Riverview, 
Uh, it will be uh, sent out in an email, and uh, we, you, you are more than welcome to come and join us in that prayer time. Friday night, at, uh, it was so refreshing, and tonight at five, it will be a refreshing time, and it, it will be wonderful. But just know, we're here, and we will do the best we possibly can to help you through this time. But God never leaves. He never forsakes. He never fails. He never walks away. And he, he never has to look at you and say, I'm not sure or I don't have the answer. He always does. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you in the midst of this craziness. Have a wonderful, blessed day.